2: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser are with you. And joining us now, basketball analyst at Stadium, covers hoops at all levels. We are so excited to be joined by Jeff Goodman. And Jeff, we just had a little breaking news. Ole Miss has fired Kermit Davis. What is your initial reaction to the firing? And how do you think that squad will respond without their head coach?
0: Yeah, no surprise. I mean, this the, the writing was on the wall with this one. Kermit went to the tournament year one, was hired for Middle Tennessee State. They're in last place right now in a league that, you know, isn't as good as we thought it was going to be, other than maybe Alabama. So uh, no shock there. The big, the big question now is who's next, and the names I just put out there, one of which is Chris Beard, who was fired at Texas earlier this year for um, – uh, for uh, assault uh, charges. They were dropped on his fiance. And the question is, can he get another job this quickly? The other name I put up there is Dusty May. The only coach in the country right now who would get an automatic bid as a true one bid league, he's a coach at FAU, played uh, coach with Mike White, who uh, at Florida, who now is at Georgia and Mike White uh, played with the AD at Ole Miss, Keith Carter, um, when they were together with the Rebels. So uh, those are two names to keep an eye on. Obviously, Dusty made the more conservative pick, but Chris Beard, we know what he can do as a coach.
1: Yeah, we, we definitely do. Jeff, you talk about the SEC, like you said. Bama's really been the class of that conference all year. But Texas A&M, man, they just won't go away. They're having a really good season. They've won six in a row. Do you think the Aggies could be a tough out in March Madness? Do you think they could give people some issues?
0: Yeah, I wasn't a believer early. And and their non-conference didn't lead anybody to believe that they were going to be a factor, right? I mean, Buzz Williams didn't get in the tournament last year. He reads this, like, 20-page diatribe about why they should have been in the tournament. And one of the reasons why they didn't get in was because they played a crappy non-conference schedule. Didn't play anybody. And then he goes out. And his schedule's another worse non-conference schedule this year. And they don't really do anything. So I'm like, eh, you know what? There's no way the committee's going to take them. But they've been so good in league play that they're locked in right now. Um, you know, the imbalance schedule in the SEC's helped them a little bit. But they've won games. And they've done it with older dudes and a really good point guard and Baldwin. You know, like, they've just got older guys and a really good point guard. And that combination, you know, Buzz, Buzz needed a win this year. You know, he, he was zero for three in his first three years going to the NCAA tournament. He makes a ton of money, so he needed to win this year, and this was a big one for him.
2: There's a handful of games that I'm interested in watching tonight. Let's start it with Xavier at Seton Hall. Jeff, what are you expecting in this one?
0: Well, the big thing could Xavier win a, a road game here against the Seton Hall team. Shaheen Holloway's done a nice job this year. He didn't inherit a whole lot when Kevin Willard left for Maryland. You know, Shaw went. Back. He played it at Seton Hall. Obviously, we all know what he did at St. Peter's. It's gonna take time, but just to have them like, they're not gonna be an NCAA tournament team, most likely, although this this one could probably put them back in the bubble. Um, but I, I think, you know, with Xavier, it's about the guard play. If they get both guards going, Sule Boom and, and Kobe Jones, they are brutal to beat. They don't even need Zach Fremantle for that. You know, Fremantle's out, probably till the Big East tournament, and while he's really good on the offensive end, Whatever you get on that end, you lose a lot on the defensive end. So it's kind of a, a wash to some degree there. But you got to get Kobe Jones and Sule Boom are going to be tough for Seton Hall to handle. I think this team is tough enough mentally to go in to Seton Hall and get a win in in kind of the marquee game on a Friday night that there there isn't a ton on the table.
1: Jeff, is the Big East the conference tournament that you're looking forward to the most? I know the Big Twelve, top to bottom, has been great, and that should be a great conference. You have the top five, and now that Justin Moore is back healthy for Villanova, they're going to be tough to deal with at MSG. How good do you think that Big East tournament's going to be?
0: Really good. I mean, it's always good, the Garden, right? Garden, Big East. I mean, the old Big East was better, but it's still pretty good, right? So, yeah, usually I go a day or two Big East and then bounce. Like, last year, what did I do? Usually I go, like, Big East for a day or two, then Big 12, and then end up at Big 10 and try to hit all three. Last year, I think I just did Big East to, to Big Ten. This year, I'll probably end up doing the same, go to the Big East for a day maybe, and then go to Big Ten. Uh, but, yeah, I love the Garden. There's no place like the Garden. I mean, there's no place like the Garden. Um, and, 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 again, the league is kind of underrated, I think, this year because Creighton started off slow. Well, didn't start off slow, but that middle that middle stretch where Colt Brenner was out, you know, the last six straight, everybody kind of wrote him off. UConn was great early. And again, in the middle, they went through their slump. People wrote them off. Xavier's kind of gone through it now a little bit. Marquette's been, I mean, the fact that Marquette's going to win the league is insane. Nobody saw this coming, but you know what they have? They have an elite point guard in Tyler Kolick. An elite point guard in Chaka Smart has done a great job with Kolick and Cam Jones and some of those other guys. So, yeah, Providence, we've even talked about them. Cooley's done an incredible job. So, I think you have five teams there. That honestly, all have a chance if things break right to get to the second weekend.
2: What teams, I know it's hard because we don't know the path, the brackets aren't out, but are there a team or teams that you may be looking to fade, you know, come tournament time that just you don't trust right now?
0: Tennessee, Tennessee. I haven't trusted them for
2: yeah. months.
0: Like I always wait. Listen, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. I was right about Tennessee and Auburn. Neither one of them. To me, I just don't buy either one. Tennessee can't score. Auburn's just not talented enough. They never should have been in the top 25 all year. You know, Iowa State's another one that I don't love, and they've started a fade already. You know, T.J. Alzenberger did a great job with them, getting them to where they're going to be a lock, you know, and, and, and maybe a top five seed in the NCAA tournament. Incredible when you look at their talent and, and their NIL, which wasn't great. Um, those are a few I would say, like, I, I'm just not buying.
1: What about in the Big Ten, Jeff? Because that's a, a conference that really people have started to fade it here recently. They've had great regular seasons in the past and haven't produced in, in the tournament. This year, though, I think there could be some teams that, that could do pretty well. I kind of like Michigan State. The more I watch Northwestern, I kind of like them. Illinois's a wild card. Like, Are there teams in the Big Ten that you think could, could have a deep run?
0: Listen, Izzo and older guys, and they're not the most talented. We know that. But who is this year? That's the that's the great thing if you're Michigan State and Izzo right now is like, listen, nobody's going to completely overwhelm you with talent, you know, and, and you've got good guards who are experienced. You don't have a lot up front. Sissoko so has got to be solid every single night defensively and just give you, you know, can to give you eight and eight. Um, but they got Izzo. They got Izzo. And to me this year, more than ever, coaching is going to be paramount because again, the difference in talent level. Not nearly as as significant as it as it has been in the past. So to me, it's it's coaching, and point guard play, and that's why I said like Tyler Kolick, one of the best in the country for Marquette.
2: Ooh, well that leads me right into Purdue. Matt Painter gets a lot of criticism come tournament time. What are you expecting out of this Purdue squad?
0: So they scare me in the tournament only because. Bigs in the tournament, and we've seen it lately with Oscar Chibwe last year, Kofi Coburn uh, a couple years ago, they kind of tend to get exposed by some of those uh, you know, smaller teams that can put them in ball screens, that can make them guard out in the perimeter a little bit. Zach Eadie's better. I mean, listen, he moves so well for a 7'4", dude, but he's still 7'4". So the other thing with Purdue is they have two freshman guards. like two. Fr- they don't play like freshmen most nights, but they're still freshman guards and and I think you know that that scares me a, a little bit uh, Fletcher lawyer has kind of hit a little bit of a wall and Matt painter told me the other day he's been dealing with an injury for a while now uh, getting you know gutting through it so like they scare me and then the other one of the other favorites Alabama scares me obviously for other reasons yeah uh, what's gone on right, right now off the court with Brandon Miller um, you know and, and his name coming up uh, transporting the the, the gun, Uh, that was eventually used uh, in the murder of a a young woman. Um, So that one scares me, too, just because of all that they're going through right now, that Alabama team. And Miller was great the other night at South Carolina with a career I-41, but the rest of his team did not look great. So uh, that's why, to me, I've said this for a while, the two teams I'm going to just ride, probably no matter who they're playing, are Houston and Kansas. Great coaches, right? Good guards. Bill Self's the best out there, period. I mean, Rick Pitino might be 1B in terms of X's and O's, but Rick doesn't have a team at Iona that can go deep. Bill Self does. And Kelvin Sampson's got it. everything you need for Houston.
1: Totally agree with you with Houston. The other team I like F a a lot is UCLA. So I'm interested to get your thoughts on them, right? Because they got Campbell and they got Hawkes. but what, what kind of concerns you about the Bruins?
0: So I picked him in the preseason and win it all. Um, I, I just wanted to see – my biggest concern is depth. And they haven't really gotten it, right? Like that's that's the part with Mick Cronin. I wanted to see one more dude step forward. Adam Bona, their, their freshman big guy, is, is so talented, plays so hard, but he's got to stay out of foul trouble. They just don't have those like – to me you need like seven strong, maybe eight, You know, you're going to play seven and a half. There's a ton of media timeouts, obviously. So you don't worry about that in the tournament. But you worry about foul trouble and injuries. And they just have such a slim margin for error. If they stay healthy, yeah, and and bonus stays out of foul trouble, I think UCLA can win the whole thing.
1: And then, Jeff, the other Pac-12 team, and I don't know if this is fair, but we were talking about coaching a little bit ago. You know, Arizona, really talented team. I just worry with Tommy Lloyd and Mark Fuse come up short so many times in the tournament. Is that fair to like be be worried about Tommy Lloyd teams in the tournament or do you kind of separate the two?
0: Yeah, you gotta separate the two. But I'm I'm worried about playing two traditional bigs. You know, Umar Balo and, and Tubelis at the same time guarding. Like last year they had they played two bigs in Balo and Coloco, but Christian Coloco could guard anybody. Anybody he was the best defender in the country, in my opinion, because you know, he's seven feet, but he can guard out in the perimeter on switches. You can't do that with Balo and two So I just worry about them defensively a little bit. And Kirk Reese has got to be more consistent. He's been better this year, but he has some of those games where he, he tends to, you know, one for 11, throw it around the gym a little bit. He can't have one of those in the tournament. But listen, Arizona, what Tommy Lloyd's done in two years there is insane. Making them, you know, like not just like, Nobody had them ranked, I don't think either year in the top 25 preseason. And both years now, they've been like consistently in the top 10, basically all season. That unto itself is really important for that program to kind of stay atop. You know, obviously UCLA and USC are leaving the the league soon. So probably be Arizona's league and uh, more of a mid-major league soon.
2: What do you make of St. Mary's, currently number eight in Ken Palm? Um, Are you expecting big things from them, or is this a team you might want to fade in the tournament?
0: So I probably will fade them, but it goes against what I said earlier, which is they have an elite coach in Randy Bennett, like one of the best in the country that people don't talk enough about. I mean, you got to see, to really appreciate what he's done, you got to go to Moraga you got to see where they play. It's a high school gym, basically. What he's done there, developing talent. Obviously, we know about some of you know, Matthew Della Vadova, Patty Mills, some of those guys that have come out of that program. He's got a young, like, homegrown kid. Not, he didn't have to go to Australia to get this kid. He went around the corner, and this kid, Aiden Mahaney, freshman guard who's awesome. I think next year is the year for them. I, I think it's probably a year early for St. Mary's. Uh, but they got a great game this weekend. I mean, they're up, they're up, and they got a chance to win the, the league uh, regular season title. But they got to play at Gonzaga this weekend in probably one of the three biggest games of the weekend. I would say, you know, Indiana Purdue, another one that that's an awesome game this weekend, and Texas Baylor. Those are like the three marquee mm-hmm. matchups.
1: Yeah, Jeff, we got like a minute left. That's what I was going to ask you, which game you were most excited for because we have a lot of really good games, even kind of flying under the radar. Like that Virginia-UNC game is going to be a good one. Arkansas one. should be really yeah. good. Which game are you most excited to watch, would you say?
0: Um, I mean, I think the late-night game at St. Mary's-Gonzaga. We haven't had a lot of really good West Coast matchups, right? Like, yeah. let's be honest. UCLA, Arizona, St. Mary's, Gonzaga. That's it. So you're getting like four really elite matchups between those four teams. Uh, this one is so much on the line. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I stay up late Saturday night, drink a lot of coffee.
2: <laughs> really quick in the Big Twelve, the physicality and the style of how they play does that worry you at all when it comes to the refs? Come tournament time, that maybe they're gonna face a little adversity, some quicker whistles.
0: No, I think they'll be fine. I mean, you got Baylor, you got Kansas, teams that have won it you know, the last couple of years. So great coaches, again, like we talked about. Yeah, I worry that they've they've gone through the buzzsaw, the gauntlet of the Big 12, where there's, look at Texas Tech. They were the worst team in the league. Now they're rolling. They're in the mix for an Mm -hmm. NCAA tournament bid right now. So no easy games in the Big 12. That'll prepare those teams.
2: All right, Jeff Goodman, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the games tomorrow. I am looking forward to that slate. Uh, Have a great weekend. We appreciate all of the insight. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We take a look, a deeper dive at Saturday's huge college basketball slate next on the BetQL Network.